Welcoming to Rage Against the Mainstream Podcast again. I should just get him a seat here because he's always on this show. Except I'm going to need a couple more chairs this time. Once again, Paul Bartolome. Hey, damn bleat, you're going to need more chairs. <laughs> back again. Back again. So, to start this off, obviously, listeners of this show know exactly who you are. But you're sitting down with new people this time. You want to give a little uh, backstory, maybe introduce some of these people for the kind listeners of the show? Yeah, so basically, as everyone knows, uh, I'm, well, not everyone knows, but I'm Paul Bartholomew. <laughs> um, and for anyone who knows my previous work, Gravity, and, well, let's not talk about that, uh, Scream for the Radio, uh, Time Bomb, and Criminal with Danny Warsnop. Um, so we've, as some people know, we have a tour band that always comes on the road of the UK and Europe tour and is going to be playing uh, a show in September that we can finally talk about that we couldn't last time. And uh, yeah, we decided to make it official behind around March time. After we did the tour, I kind of, when I was writing new music for the vibe and the unique sound it created with my music, having a band and energy it gave needed to be on an actual record. So, yeah, we had discussions behind the scenes. Um, we've had it in the works for over a year now. Obviously, lockdown kind of fucked that up. Um, but, yeah, we've got some new music that we've been working on. We all went away as a band, and now we are officially a band, but still my name. So I've got my guitarist, Ryan Thompson, here. Say hello. Hello, hello. We've got my bassist, Jay. Say hello. Yo. And I've got my drummer and co-producer, and stud muffin, <laughs> David. What's up? So, so stud yeah, muffin is, just... is that a is that a legitimate title within the band or? Yeah, yeah. We've got stud muffin. Ryan can be. Uh, we've got stud muffin. <laughs> <laughs> and Jay don't get one because he's a bass player. <laughs> well, I was going to say. Oh, yeah, so we officially... <laughs> I was going to say with a nickname like that, since uh, you guys are on the bill here for incarceration fest that's yeah, happening September 10th through the 12th in Mansfield, Ohio, you're sharing the stage that on day one with bands like steel Panther and stuff like that. So maybe stud muffin will, uh, it'll fit in a little bit. Yeah. We're going to be one of those uh, young girls that jump up on the stage in one of, in one of their songs. <laughs> I'm making it my goal to be one of those, one of those girls. But, um, no, yeah, I don't know how it'll go down with Slipknot if I introduce him as stud muffin, but, yeah, so that's uh, that's basically the story that is the band that is now Paul Bar. I mean, we're doing the Panic at the Disco thing, just the opposite way around. They do like one guy on the album, but a band name, and I'm doing everyone on the album, but my name. <laughs> well, I mean, there, there's been quite a few people that have done stuff like that, you know, like Bob Seger and John Mellencamp and a bunch of guys like that. So, I mean, it's not like it's out of the ordinary. And plus, the exactly, name kind of yeah. like rolls off the tongue. I mean, half the people don't know how to say my name. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. The no. very first interview I did with you, I sat down and like I'm sitting with a wife. I'm like, how the hell do I pronounce this dude's name? So I don't want to fuck it up. Yeah, it's because it's Spanish. There's meant to be an accent at the end, but I never put it. And my brother does. And, you know, so uh, <laughs> that's why we just go. by. That's why he just goes by stud muffin. So, yeah, but- it's easy to remember. Exactly, exactly. So I just call him the drummer. I call Jay the bassist, and I call Ryan my sex slave. So um, that's basically it. <laughs> well, since the last time we talked, 
Since the last time we talked, a few releases have come out. Um, well, I believe last time we were on the show, we were talking about Time Bomb, which yeah. hit number three in Foundation's charts and hit the mainstream rock indicator charts. Um, you released Medicine not that long ago. Uh, at this point in time, yeah. it's at 130,000 views on YouTube, so congratulations to that one. Um, Thank you very much. And recently, you just released a collab song with DJ Exquisite, uh, Who Wants to Live Forever, which I actually just listened to right before we got on this call here. And not a giant fan of like the EDM type thing, but it was a cool song. I liked your parts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about medicine. Um, <laughs> um, nah, yeah, no, yeah, that, that, that stuff's, that stuff's good work. That's fun. Um, Xavier or DJ X with it. He's cool. He's cool. So that's good. That's good fun. But yeah, um, medicine though. 130k in two weeks. I'm super stoked on that. Um, it's super fun. Vibe. Second single off the unannounced, which is I guess now announced, album three, uh, that we all collectively went away, set up a studio together in the middle of nowhere, and uh, yeah, we all just did ourselves. So, Medicine's the summer track, um, the fun vibe. We call it Santana meets Hard Rock, and I can confirm that we did hit up Santana for the song, and um, he's also not on it. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I was literally getting ready to shit my pants. I'm like, what? Yeah, no, I, I would have been if he got back, but he never saw it. So um, if he's listening to this, hit me up for the remix. Carlos, I know you're out there. <laughs> <laughs> well, you actually have uh, you had some pretty big shoes to fill at this point with this new album. With um, Screaming Through the Radio hitting a million streams on Spotify. I am... Like I'm just blown away at that number. It's just insane. I mean, yeah, dude, it's not it's super just, surprising because I know I've listened to this album like a few hundred times. But you know, you know what I mean. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. Yeah, no, it's it's super, uh, super exciting for us because it was kind of like the goal and hitting that one mil was just what we really wanted to do. And but unfortunately, I think we would have hit it sooner if we got to go on the tours we were meant to go on because obviously promotion, but. With COVID, everything kind of slowed down, so the numbers really slowed down on that. We could only do so much promo without actually being on the road. And, um, yeah, to, to actually wake up one day and actually see that it hit one mil, yeah, it's just super exciting. But I feel like uh, this next album, we've well, if you add up the singles for the new album, the stream numbers, I mean, by the time this album comes out, it will anyway on the new album, so I'm super pumped about that. So, what are you able to talk about with the new album? Is there anything that you're able to disclose yet, or anything that anybody Nothing. else there wants to talk <laughs> no, about? No, <laughs> no, no, I can talk about the album. Um, this is where the label have got a sniper on me, but I can talk about the album. So, um, yeah, the new album is going to be coming out soon. The announcement should be soon. We have uh, uh, two more singles, I believe, coming out for the album with another music video coming. Um, for a real crazy, crazy fucking song, which I'm excited about. Um, there's acoustic versions that are going to be coming. And it's just a super different album for me. Like it's a, I think it's super different to Scream for the Radio. Um, it's a much more cohesive album. A re- it's a real fun rock album, to be honest. And there's that real band energy. I know I've sent you a couple of songs and you really were digging some of the songs that I sent you. Oh, yeah. And I'm absolutely. actually going to send you. You, you, your, your favorite song off uh, Screaming was not okay, right? Um, my favorite was uh, "Pray for the World." That was my that was my go to song. 
Oh, Dan, well, you're going to like the song I'm going to send you after this interview, then. We have a song <laughs> called, um, I don't know if I should say the title. Uh, not Afraid of the Dark. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, Not Afraid of the Dark on the album that we're playing at Inkfest, and it's the uh, quote-unquote heavy, fast song on the album, and it's going to be crazy at Inkfest. I can't wait to play that one. Super fun. I might be doing a few little uh, screenings here and there. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, oh, it's a fun shit. one. I'll send it to you after this interview, and yeah, you're going to be like, what the fuck? <laughs> So, going to Inkfest here, you guys are uh, playing on day one, which is September 10th, uh, opening yep. the show on the CB Entertainment stage. Uh, uh, we were on stage two. We were on stage two. We've been moved up. Oh, yeah, that's right. You've been moved CB up. Stage. <laughs> Damn right we've been moved up. We've, we're, we're making moves, and we've not even done one festival yet. So yeah, right? I'm, I'm super mad. Dude, I'm, I'm so excited about it. When Chris told me, I had this massive like message come through in all capitals. I was like, this can't be good, but it was just the fact that we've been moved to stage two. So... Opening the festival, live shows are back. We're going to kick it off, have a party, and then we're going to get absolutely fucked up. <laughs> so, for those people that haven't seen the flyer or any of that stuff, uh, the bands that you guys are going to be sharing the stage with that day, um, other friends of the podcast, To Us Below from California, uh, Escape the Fate, Ice Nine Kills, Still Panther, Kills with Gage, Mastodon, and Slipknot. Uh, just to name yeah. a few. Uh, I think the Who is playing that uh, same same day, same stage. Um, it's just strange to see you guys like mashed up with like Slipknot and Mastodon, Killswitch Engage. But it's just like I don't know. I feel like with most festivals, there's there's like a rock day, a metal day, then like an extreme day and shit like that. But just to have you guys lumped in there with Ice Nine Kills and Escape the Fate, like in the middle of all these like super brutal bands, it's just it's just kind of funny the way that the festival was like laid out. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, it depends if Escape the Fate played new stuff because I think they're popular than us now. <laughs> but shout out, shout out Craig Mabbit though. But, um, no, no, I think I think it's good though. I think it's good that it's like that because I feel like if if you go in there and you, you're paying the ticket, you get to see every kind of genre. Like, do you know what I mean? You get to you're not just seeing the same thing over and over again. Like with us. You're gonna get a super cool, hard rock, fun, energetic, pumpy set. Especially with this one I said about to you, dude. It's get will fit right in. No, live everything sounds heavier anyway. Yeah, live everything sounds heavier. Some Even of these, medicine. so yeah, medicine actually sounds heavier live. Some of these new songs that we're gonna be playing. I mean, especially that fast heavy one. But um, uh, we have a song called. Uh, well, everyone actually knows about that song. We have a song called Monster that we're playing, which is the next single. Okay. And that is that's dark and heavy. And it, at practice, that one slaps. So I don't think people are going to be. We definitely. It's not like uh, from Scream for the Radio. Like we're not going to be doing like Burning Skies or some shit. We're going to be. We're playing some songs from Scream for the Radio, but like the hard rock ones. So and this new album that we're playing is going to fit right in. So it's definitely a good direction. Uh, Medicine is actually the poppiest song on the new album. So and it's still energetic, still pumpy, and still has that rock edge. So yes, oh, yeah, it's going to be a cool one. The music video was also really good for that song as well. Yeah, no, I was pumped about that because we wanted to do something real different because we've always done kind of like the band layout. Because this is now like officially a band, we wanted to get everyone to have their own spotlight. So that's why we did it like singular shots, individual, the cool kind of artistic, nothing really has to make sense, like the cool individual, just studio vibe, which was super fun and it came out great. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's just It's just so funny to see like, 
like for people that are listening to this show, like from day one was able to see like the progression of your career from then until now. And it just seems like it was like just yesterday that me and you were talking about like coming to America and playing like your first American show. And here you are playing your first American show. And I believe Inkfest might be one of the first festivals in the United States. And it's just, it's just incredible. It's just, it's just so cool. Yeah. Thanks so much, dude. I appreciate it. Um, I wanted to ask, so you have these songs like, you know, like time bomb and, um, not okay. And stuff like that. Are you singing both parts? Or are you going to have, uh, like another member of the Paul Bartholomew band to fill in with background vocals and stuff like that? Or are you not even going to play those songs? No, we're playing those songs, but it's going to, it's just going to be, uh, me doing those bits. Um, yeah, I mean, it was originally just me on those songs anyway. So yeah. it's, it's just kind of. They're not crazy hard. Um, I think the hardest bit is the ending of Criminal, where it goes super high, and me and Danny split it. But so far, at practice, I'm doing all right. So uh, yeah, it'll just be me, and then obviously we can get some crowd stuff going. And uh, we got my guitarist doing some backup screams in a song. Nice. So we'll turn his mic off, and it'll be sick. <laughs> <laughs> so let's hear from the band. Is Paul like the dictator in the group? Are you guys? Do you guys have like equal say? Like, what is it like being in the band of Paul Bartholomew? No, we get, we get a say. Like, especially especially me getting to co-produce some of the songs. I get a say in orchestral and all kinds of stuff like that. Do some orchestral stuff. Do some um, other productions, like some storm drums and things like that. So it depends what song it is. If Paul's already got the idea there, then we'll just go with that. But sometimes he asks for input and stuff. Nice. So I'm like trying to think here. I'm like trying to think of like other questions that like people would want to hear and people want to know. So basically I can break down the whole like band thing a bit better as well. Cause I, I just, um, cause we're not yeah. really spoken about it. Yet. Yeah. Cause um, so we, you know, I want the listeners to like hear from the other members in the band. I want them to know who they are. I want them to have an appreciation and like a connection with the new guys definitely so i'll break down the band thing and i'm going to pass it around to everyone to go like put their input in and what they do and kind of that stuff so um so i'll start off with like so the band thing is super cool um obviously it's still my name because we've been working i've been working my ass off for years and like we're on the festival we just went to billboard under my name so if we were to change the name to a band now we're basically starting from scratch so it just makes no sense and everyone's familiar with it if anyone gets confused just look at my instagram or ask me and i can just tell you it's a band um and it's just super fun. So, it's, I mean, it's still very much my baby. I still write all the songs. Um, and that's just kind of like, it's my outlet. But then this time, like, my guitarist will play all the, the rhythm guitars. What he would, Basically, what he would play live on the record. My drummer will play what he would play on the record. My bassist plays, you know. So, it's just bringing that live feel to the album. Um, and, yeah. So, Ryan, would you, would you say anything about the album and uh, your part in the band, my son? Um, so... Yeah, so when we when we went away, uh, so we went rented a, a little place out in the countryside, and uh, so that that was really really cool. We all got to we set up a couple of studios while we were there. Um, we each had our own one for kind of vocals and production, one for the kind of guitars and bass and stuff like that. Um, so, but that that was just super super cool to all be a part of it. All you know after kind of supporting Paul for all these years beforehand and stuff like that, and kind of gradually. All making our own little inputs on the album now and everything else like that so yeah it's been really really cool nice 
Yeah, like, like I said, I've, I got to help with some production. Um, I've helped with uh, acoustic guitars, orchestral stuff, all, that, all of that kind of thing, um, especially with uh, the two newest singles. And the next one coming out, I also did quite a bit of production for that as well. But it's also cool to be able to write drums for it and stuff. Like Not Afraid of the Dark has got some really, really quick double kick pedal and there's China symbols in it. So it's nice for me live now. I can do breakdowns and all that stuff and it's super fun. That's awesome. Right, Jay, do you want to put your input in, Mr. Baseman? <laughs> I'll go back to like, recording the album. I think what was really good was that, like Ryan said, we all went away to this remote location and we were isolated and it was just us four. So we had no distractions and then it was really good how we all worked together. You had Paul and Ryan in one studio doing the vocals and the rhythm guitar. And then in another room, you had me and David doing the better recording the bass. And it was, yeah, I think it was a really good process. And with what, how it turned out, like it's better than I could have imagined. Yeah. So what was that like? I mean, I, I can only assume that you, all of you guys were in other bands before this. What was the process like going out to this, you know, remote location, being only you guys there and writing this new album? What, what was that process like? It was super cool because obviously we had the idea wasn't we were, the plan for me was we weren't going to have an album. It was going to be a year of touring. Um, I did have Criminal in the works while we were on tour, but that was meant to come out this Halloween, like this year. Um, it was going to be like a year later and we would do a year of touring and drop Criminal. It didn't have Danny on it. And then COVID hit. And then tours got cancelled. COVID went on and on. I struggled through COVID with some personal stuff. And then I started just writing songs because they were just coming to me. And then it became this album. And I was like, right, boys, there's no tours in the works. We don't know when we can tour. So we're just going full steam ahead with uh, doing an album. So I rented this place in the countryside. I said to the boys, and I mean, apart from David, none of them have been in other bands before. So this is like the first time. They were all super down and down to be down to be part of it. Um and then, um, yeah, they were down to be part of it and come along and, yeah, it just worked out from there and the band vibe just really fit. And I think as soon as we went away, we've actually filmed, we rented like a full-on like cinematic camera and shit and we filmed the documentary when we were there and it was literally just us in the middle of nowhere, set up two studios, like Ryan said, and we just cracked on for ages. We were there for ages. We were there for so long, but the album was already written before we went and then I basically took the album uh, that I'd written all the demos to them they added their input. Jay added some extra bass stuff. Ryan added some extra riffs that alternate versions of the riffs I'd written that I wouldn't have thought of that I thought were cool. David added some extra production that I wouldn't have thought of, some drum stuff I wouldn't have thought of. Everyone kind of added their own input and feel to it. So although I've written the stuff, there's still all that, like, you can still hear everyone's personality on the album. And that's why this album, when you actually hear it front to back, is just such a vibe, but still feels like one artist, if that makes sense, like one band, whereas Screaming for the Radio was kind of a... Uh, I feel like a compilation album because it goes from, I mean, I've said this before, it goes from, like you said, Pray for the World, Not Okay, to then like Burning Skies and Selfish, like pure pop songs, whereas the pop stuff on this song, this album, like I said, Medicine, still fits in with Time Bomb and the next single. And yeah, so it's a much, obviously a much darker album and a heavier album sounding wise, and but it's still super catchy. All the poppy vocal lines are there and it's super fun. So I think it worked out for the best and we came out with a insane album and a, album documentary that is going to be out soon yeah i was going to ask you when um uh, is there like a roundabout time or is that something you're not allowed to talk about either uh so can't really talk about it yet because it's going to be aired on a uh a, a big tv network actually which is going to be insane nice um, so i'm super pumped about that 
I'm just going to get it edited. There's about there's hours and hours of footage, but um, we've got footage from the music video shoots, behind the scenes, traveling, the actual album cycle itself, like doing the, uh, doing the record. And we've got like handheld camera stuff. We've got the actual professional camera stuff, interviews and breakdowns and all this kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, it's going to be really cool. It will be out at some point when I have the time to edit it. I imagine uh, either end of this year to beginning of next year. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I can totally understand with the whole editing thing because, um, like I said, once we got signed with Legend, I was like, uh, I was like, you know what? We're doing video now. And uh, I didn't yeah. realize what kind of an undertaking that was to <laughs> edit yeah, th- I- three camera angles and all that it's just it was it was a uh, it was a hurdle to get over at first yeah dude and my laptop's a piece of shit and it, i can't <laughs> literally literally if I, I could edit i could edit for about eight hours and get about two minutes i i did the edit for the criminal behind the scenes video which is on my instagram for everyone to go check out features danny warsnop at the end doing some funny ass thing so highlight reel. yeah highlight reel go to my instagram and watch the criminal behind the scenes for some fun danny warsnop action um but yeah uh, it's crazy man it, it takes so long just like the cuts and getting it right and also i think the longest bit is just finding the footage itself so it's definitely going to be a trek but we've got some fun stuff in there um and also some really cool moments and showing the rooms that we did and yeah just some real fun stuff that's awesome man that this is uh I I haven't been this excited for an album for a while, and um, I don't know. It just seems like I'm like this like fucking like Paul Bartholomew fanboy, but honestly, I haven't come across like another artist to where I was actually like like into all the songs off the album. You know, obviously you have like the Metallicas and Van Halens and stuff like that, and the Ozzy Osbournes that I'm into, but there hasn't been an artist where I was like you know what? I can get down with literally any one of these songs. And then, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be sick, man. I'm, 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 I've never been this excited about music, uh, like ever. Even with screaming for the radio, I was excited about it, but this, this album feels just right. Like doing it as a band is so fun. Um, like the banter we have, the just traveling around together. We like doing the album itself, all the footage we have, you'll see that it's just a completely different vibe. Yeah. Um, that, that's the thing with doing, you know, like a band with other people, you have the other influences you have, like you had said earlier, like ideas that you didn't come up with on your own and things you just didn't think of. And it just makes this, you know, for this like collective, like, you know, this like collective music in Denver, that's just like, you know, it's just more than what it could have been, which is great. Definitely. I think you, I think you'll hear it as well. Like you'll hear the, even though there's like something for everyone on this album still, you're still going to hear that when you put any song on, you're going to know what album it's from. And we've got some cool visuals coming from Mike Cotada, who's obviously killed the uh, artwork so far. And you'll, you'll see like the single artworks all make up one big picture, which is awesome. And then the album artwork is insane. Uh, I think you might be seeing that on a backdrop at Inkfest. That's the plan anyway. So they will have an announcement before then. Um, he's obviously done Ice Nine Kills. He's done all their artworks and obviously kills that. Um, and yeah, the, the music videos, the visuals, we've got another music video coming that we're filming, which is just super, again, super different. It's unique. Um, I think when I, as soon as I have a mix for that song, I'll send it to you because that one's nuts. Like that one is all these singles are, I, I love these singles, but this is like everyone's favorite. The next, the next video. So it's not the next single. It'll be the single after that, uh, close to the album release where it's just like the insane one. Awesome. Well, to kind of conclude this thing here, if you're looking to find Paul, you can find him on so, on his social media pages. 
You want to give the uh, listeners your socials, Paul? Yeah, so you can find me on Instagram at Paul Bartholomew Music. You can find me on Twitter at uh, Paul B. Gravity, I think, but I don't really use it. Um, but you can find me on there and Facebook at Paul Bartholomew Music. Anything, uh, all the band have got their social medias. David, what's your social media? Uh, David Bartholomew Music. Jay? Jay Streeter. Ryan? Ryan Thompson Music. Hey, so that's everyone's uh, Instagram handles. Um, and then all the band stuff will be posted on my social media. So my social media is now pretty much just like just think of it as like a band social media for my Instagram. That's like the band social media. Everything I post on there um, will have all the updates. Um, anything coming soon, some cool teasers, some cool videos, and just, yeah, we're just going to be pumping out some stuff. And we're literally about to post a picture of us with our first ever plaques that we got for Time Bomb for getting billboard. So I'm stoked to post that picture. Oh, that's awesome. That's, a, that's really cool. Hell yeah, dude. And if you're looking to catch Paul and the band live... Like I said before, if there's tickets available, I know it's sold out, but I'm pretty sure you can find them online somewhere. Someone's probably getting rid of them. Incarceration (laughs) Fest, uh, September 10th through 12th in Mansfield, Ohio. Paul, obviously, uh, on day one, September 10th, that's a Friday. Stage two. Stage two, moving up. So if you're looking to, you know, catch them live for the the first U.S. show, this is going to be a monumental show. My first ever festival I've ever been to, let alone like, <laughs> let alone played. Exactly. So, if you guys want to catch them, make sure you get your asses out to Mansfield, Ohio. Everybody, once again, this is Paul Bartholomew and his band. Well, the first time for the band. The first time for the band. Yeah, oh, yeah the, everyone the, say, a few times for Paul. Everyone say, see you later. David. <laughs> nah, 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 we, nah, we're stoked. We're stoked. New album is on the way. Comes here as Ink Fest. It's gonna be sick. Oh, do you want me to say the old uh, the outro? I'm getting good at that outro now. Yeah, I'm getting good. I did it in one last time. Yo, this is Paul Bartholomew. You are listening to Rage Against the Mainstream podcast, and it's in my brand new single, Medicine. Go stream it. Anyway, there's your outro. <laughs> Go listen to Medicine right now and come see us at Ink Fest and shows near you next year. New album, real soon. Paul, as always, it's a pleasure and uh, nice meeting you guys. Thank you very much for coming on the show. And this has been Paul Bartholomew, ladies and gentlemen. Whoop, 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 whoop. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good night, guys. Yeah, and you, mate. Later. Cheers.